Oh and then I get home and I go on the treadmill and do like hiking, like on an incline, and I watch yeah. like anime on my on my laptop. That's really impressive. That's, That's, sick. That's cool. I'm gonna join a weed, gym. Crazy. Oh, I do not want to join a gym. I'm gonna there join a gym when Jordan like gym. gets to join again after uh, Corona or whatever, because I feel like I would feel better about myself if I didn't hate my body. Yeah, you, it's proven that you can lift more weights when a hot girl's taking videos of you at the gym. Period. That is actually true. I just yeah, want to go to the fact. gym in like Lululemon leggings and like a sports bra and just walk on the treadmill for like two hours and then leave. <laughs> Which I think is cool. Gym's like, this, for me, like they're like $15 a week, right? They're expensive. And also, I don't know how they work and I don't want to ask people to show me. So it's like a <laughs> double whammy factor, you know? Yeah. Maybe I won't. Maybe I just walk and like do yoga or something. Mm. haven't decided. yeah i mean i don't really like i don't want to get buff i just want to be like cinched i want to have a tiny waist so like i don't really care about gyms and stuff. do corset training the muscle i'll give you a corset True. my one oh my fits How, what do you even do it's like it's not just, like, it's all it? like tight lacing so it's not supposed to help you lose weight it just like reshapes your organs and your bones like casual stuff and like <laughs> just because you wear it it's harder to eat not because like it hurts just because like you're being squished so you feel really full all the time so you just don't get oh God, that's kind of hot yeah yeah you can sleep in they're it. like lie in bed sometimes i lie in bed and i fantasize about getting like a a stomach belt you know like the thing that you put around oh gastric stomach. bypass yeah jesus christ that's I'm horrifying like, they like staple your stomach together or whatever yeah it sounds awesome <laughs> you could just try <laughs> not eating or like eating less no I, have you tried I love food less fatty? have you tried eating less and moving more <laughs> uh, uh um i actually just had an ice cream like right then before we started recording and i felt gross for it so oh, I want no ice don't feel bad about it eat what you want i had like a bunch of um you know those chinese like dried hawthorn like fruit snacks <laughs> i don't they're really good they're I think literally like chinese it. roll-ups it's, yeah it's chinese roll-ups. oh my god berry and they're so good but it's like 100 percent sugar but i don't care because i walk yeah. go by them so i think it sort of it's fruit it's works good out. exactly I ate like a handful of like uh, dried dates and apricots last night, and I wasn't sure if I should feel skinny or fat because of it. <laughs> if it's a lot, then you should probably feel fat. Not feel no, it was fat, like but, like if it's like a few, then it's like skinny, right? It was like five of each, so like oh, ten dried fruits in total. But that's like good. I looked at the yeah, packaging, and you know, mm. once I ate a whole packet of like dried fruit, and then I looked at the thing, it was like one thousand three hundred calories. I know. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so awful. Oh, when you like, like snack on nuts, where you snack on like just cashews, and then you realize they're like eighty calories each or whatever. What they are? No, but they're Sorry? like they're like all fat. It's good fat though. Yeah, but like, it's that's like fine. I don't care fat. about any of the micronutrients. I just care about like the calories. That's What's all. What's the I difference care between about? a micronutrient and a macronutrient? I don't know. So macronutrients are calories, and micronutrients are, like vitamins and minerals. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so macronutrients, fat, carbs. Protein. Right, yeah, right, right. See, I don't care about the distribution of those things. I just care about the literal caloric intake. I listened to like a 20 minute rant of Jordan being like, telling me how he could eat like 100 grams of protein in one day. He'd be like, so I get 15 grams from this and then I get five from this and 25 grams of protein from this meal. I was like, seems like a lot of effort, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like hot when someone's like very into something, but at the same mm. time, that could not be me. Like, also, you can pick something more interesting. Not you specifically. I'm just saying that like a gym bros could be something more interesting. Excuse me for being healthy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, something we just watched. And now they're just going to dive into content. We just watched Train to Busan like, oh, like three hours ago or whatever. I was so good. crying so hard at the end of it. And that little kid is a really good actress. 
Um, I watched like I watched it in cinemas when it came out in like 2015 or whatever, and mm. it was insane. I love that movie. It's, it's really, really good. good. I love like I love like zombie movies. I love shark movies. I think like, the, the stakes favorites. are just higher when the zombies can like fly at you and sprint at you. Yeah, and yeah. climb on top of each other. I was yeah, so I... like sad. Sorry to interrupt you. Like when that fucking horrible guy didn't die the first eight times. I was like, oh, <laughs> he was like this annoying rich Korean businessman. And like, I just wanted him to die so bad and it took so long. It was really frustrating. Spoiler, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'm really into like zombie, like films and like TV shows where the zombies are really fucking fast. Cause I feel like it's just more exciting. Like what's slow zombies are so boring. It was fine for like Night of the Living Dead in like 1967, but mm-hmm. like now it's just like, wh- wh- where's the tension coming from? It's yeah, not it's- enough for the ADHD generation. No. <laughs> All the maybe. zombies in um, that movie are really hot. Like the girls, they're all really hot, especially when like the sports team of whatever sport I'm assuming baseball. Oh my God. Like when they become zombies, I'm like, okay, like I can get behind this. Yeah. And the nice American bombers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool. I'm really into like the dad bod businessman guy. Oh my God. He is so hot. I like hated him at the start. And then she was like, he's a misogynist. He said that he made the baby, not the wife. (laughs) Okay. And is that meant to be a bad thing? Like, (laughs) I did say that. And then afterwards I said, no, don't die. You have such big biceps. So I think it made up for it. Uh, have you guys seen Squid Game? No. no, no yeah. Someone well, told the, us um, to talk about thoughts on Squirt Game. And I was like, okay, but I haven't seen it. Um, you should watch it because it's like bad, but really good and like really cheesy. And um, one of the hot guys in Train to Busan's in it as well. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Nice. It seems I like... I forgot which one though. Hold on. I'll search Is it like the Zaddy, like the main dad? Squid Game. It might be. Uh, he looks like someone that could be in the cast. Of I don't know if I brought this up last time when you mentioned it, but have you seen Kaiji, the anime? It's I've like been meaning to watch it because someone on my Twitter was like, "Hey guys, I like uh, anime that has girls with swords, and I like gambling." So I recommended them Kaiji, and I recommended them Kill a Kill. But I've only watched like the first two episodes of Kaiji, so it was like not really yeah. a recommendation because I don't know if it's good. I know it's good, but. I haven't watched it, you know. Kaiji's good. It's like, oh, it seems like Squid Game, but I think it's a bit, it's like less of a high pace, but it's still really fun. Like they make gambling really highly, high like intensity, like chop ears off and have like fun torture things, make them walk across like a steel beam, 50 stories in the air. And then they- I can get behind that. Yeah, they like zap it and they'll have to jump off. That's cool. And they die. I'm into that. Yeah. I, all I remember from it, because I like started watching it like years ago, was that he was like a gamber, obviously, and he went on this like huge fucking like um cargo ship or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, this is epic. And then I just stopped watching it. Yeah, the first gambling game they play is rock, paper, scissors with like cards, and they have to like finesse the cards to like get like to scam the system and like Fuck hold yes. the rocks and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, right? I do remember that. I do remember that. God, why did I stop watching it? Um, have <laughs> you seen uh, Kakiguri? Yes, I love the live action more because it's got my favorite Japanese actress in it. I haven't seen that. I also haven't really seen the original series. I mean, to watch it as well. I just know what it is. I think uh, the action brings like a comedic value to it that the animated really doesn't have because it's like so over the top and they're all really hot. Uh, did you see the Megan the Stallion cosplay of like the main girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hot. So she good. is. I, I just, she's just really hot. I don't know. What, what is, Megan can't be real, right? I just don't understand. Her proportions are like so insane. The, there's a clip on Twitter of some guy like ha- having a view of her like right under the stage at some Yeah, I festival. saw that. I saw oh that. Oh my goodness. Why can't I look like that? That's my question. 
That probably takes a lot of corset training. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm texting Sinead. Um, I sent Sinead a picture of you guys. I said, me vibing while two white boys rant about anime. She said, oh, no. All caps, speak <laughs> over them. Cry, cry, cry. <laughs> okay, that's enough about anime. Tell us about, tell us about the, the Masked Singer. Oh, my God. So, me and my family, we don't, like, ever, like, do anything together. We don't, like, watch shows together. We don't eat dinner together. But we were all, like, sitting on the couch, like, two weeks ago. And we were like, fuck, let's watch The Masked Singer. Sounds <laughs> awful. Because it was, like, two episodes in. And you can watch it on the... um. 10 play thing so we were like you know might as well so we put it on worst fucking show of all time we have watched it every single night it's been on since it is so addictively awful um, <laughs> do you know what the, like do you know what the premise is i do but you can explain Not it really. to Asia. so the premise is there are like 10 celebrities in these like elaborate like stage costumes and each episode they like sing a song and the panel which is all like the worst comedians on earth have to like <laughs> guess who they are Right. And the person who like does who the person who does the worst performance gets eliminated, and like we all find out who it is. But like the comedians are awful. None of the celebrities are relevant. <laughs> um, all the songs are terrible. It's just it's just like nothing is good. They also have like these like clue rounds before they sing, where they like give you hints as to who it is. It's like none really, of them make sense. None really of the cheesy riddles and like clips of the people in the costumes like dancing around and doing stupid Danny shit. Danny Minogue's a judge. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. The judging panel is like four of my least favorite people on earth. It's Danny Minogue, Dave Hughes, Jackie O, and um, uh, Ursula. Ursula yeah. Carlson. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan was season one. I don't hate I don't hate Ursula, but she's the least offensive. But like combined with the others, it's awful. Lindsay Lohan was on it for some reason in season Brilliant. one too. Because I swear, like, I was watching some clips. Do you know who Adrian Bailon is? She's like the girl that dated um, Rob Kardashian. Like, no, who? That one. Um, she was in like a girl group, and like all the comments on her Instagram post were like, "Are you the Masked Singer?" And I was like, "I don't know." Wait, who is this? Sorry, Adrian Bailon. She's like, How the um, fuck do you spell that? From Three L W and the Cheetah Girls. That's what she's from. Oh, okay. Period. Like, the hot one, like the <laughs> Latina. <laughs> I have never heard of 3 of you. I can't lie to you. Yeah, don't worry about it. But yeah, I haven't seen The Masking Up, but the way you're describing it makes it sound awful, so I might watch it. <laughs> um, of the people who have been revealed so far, I think I only really know two of them. And one of them isn't actually relevant. I just know him because my brother likes him, which is Ben Lee, the singer who sang like Catch My Disease. And you know the song that's on every single like... Um, insurance commercial that goes like we're all in this together yeah, that guy um uh, basically one hit wonder he was on it and i had to pretend like he was this huge megastar <laughs> tonight tonight jack vision was revealed to be the Stop. kebab jack vision do you know who that is no. from australia he's got talent he's really sexy <laughs> everyone everyone hair. had a crush on him yeah he was like a mini <laughs> justin bieber now he has really really bad fillers he's so hot <laughs> Like, I think we should stand him. Commenting Jack Virgin on his, like, when he was like, Whoa. He got fillers. He looks great now. Yeah, he looks so good. He's, like, nasty fillers. Oh, I know this guy. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of hot now. Um, who else has even been on it? I really, I really couldn't tell you. Hold on. I'm going to do a deep dive. The Masked Singer Season 3. The first guy that was revealed was, like, a Welsh footballer that I've never seen him before in my life. Oh, we talked about this last time because I remember you saying that and I didn't know who that was. Yeah, we had to Google it. Like, it's it's really good. Uh, the final is next week. I highly recommend you catch up so you can find out who it is. Um, it's going to be someone I don't know. And then I'm going to be really let down. 
Uh, I'm actually fairly sure on two of them. Uh, I think Vampire might be Anastasia, like the 2000s American singer. Oh, great. And um, there's uh, another fucking suit, oh, Baby. There's, there's a character called Baby or Dolly, I don't remember. Uh, who I think is Vanessa Amorosi or or Ricky Lee one of the two I love all of like the 2010s Australian like pop singers in like the same boat because they all make the same music so Mm. I swear one of them was on season one yeah well it's the other one then yeah (laughs) whichever one of those it is it's the other one that is funny it's really big in America this show yeah I've heard Um, about it literally everyone on the judging panel in America is also awful. <laughs> I think like two of them have had like sexual assault convictions. Um, I think uh, Ken Jong is the only one that hasn't done anything bad, and he's just annoying. So, the masks. Oh, also Nick Cannon is the the host in the. America no show. way. Yeah. Nick, Nick Cannon, the, like the guy who like dated Mariah Carey for some reason. Yeah, that's the only reason I know him. Awful. Um, oh, Nicole Scherzinger. Robin Thicke, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, Robin Thicke. Uh, did you see M. M. Rado called out Robin Thicke for sexually assaulting her on the set of Blurred Lines today? Yeah. Oh, I today? No. Yeah. Damn. I mean, we, all knew, we all knew that, but yeah. yeah. Nick Cannon hosts the show. His role was considered unclear in July 2020 after making anti-Semitic com- uh, statements. Fox said inadvertently promoted hate. <laughs> inadvertently. Yeah. Um, also, Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> It's on the, the hosts. Oh, wait, Nicole Scherzing is on this. She's a queen. Okay, we like her. I was going to see her last year, but it got cancelled. Oh. I was going to see um the Pussycat Dolls before in, in May 2020, but it got cancelled because of COVID. I don't know. Interesting. And then Nick Cannon got COVID, so that's fun. <laughs> what What is he really up to? I don't really know what Nick Cannon does, to be honest. He just interviews people, right? He just calls out people on Twitter for clout. Yeah, good for him. I know that he hosts on Wild and Out, which is a great show. So I remember that. Um, nothing interesting. He has a show called The Nick Cannon Show. Oh, boy. I only know him from America's Got Talent. He's like, you know, like those British guys, like Ant and Deck, Ant and Deck, like, yeah. He's like the equivalent on the U- U.S. like um, Got Talent thing. I arguably think that like British celebrities are even funnier than American celebrities, like oh. Brit- like non-celebrities. You know, like who the fuck are Ant and Deck? No, Jedward. No, who are who are Jedward? Do you know Jedward? No. Search up Jedward right now. <laughs> Edward, but with a J at the front. <laughs> <laughs> they are the best. Oh my god. They look like um what's his face? Jack Virgin. Virgin. Yeah. Um I think they were on Eurovision or something. Uh apparently they're not gay. Apparently they're not gay. Yeah, I the totally first, saw it. The first question is, does Jedward have a girlfriend? Edward yeah. from Jedward has confirmed that he has not had a, uh, that he has had a girlfriend and he is no longer single. Wow. Why why isn't it me? That's a good question. <laughs> right? I'm kind of obsessed with them. What the happened to the left looks like Robert Pattinson. Yeah, kind of. He looks like Twilight era Robert Pattinson. They're 29 years old. The hell? God, I, they're kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Go off. Go off. Oh, I was going to tell you about my book that I've been reading. And yeah, I'm excited to hear this. So if you remember from like, I don't know, the first part, I said I started a book. So I just finished it, even though it's only 250 pages. But <laughs> let's not talk about that. Um, so I read Submission, like the Welbeck book. And like, if you Google it, it's just gonna be like the book that promotes Islamophobia, which like maybe. 
And my thoughts were that it was very interesting. I'll tell you the, the synopsis. Basically, like, this guy is a university at the Sorbonne, like, in France. And it's set in the year 2022. It was published 2015. And um, basically, the Muslim Brotherhood gets elected to power in France. And then, like, you know, things happen is basically the premise of it. And funnily enough, it was released on the day of the Charlie Hebdo shooting, which I thought was funny. Slow. Yeah, right? Um, so this is a little synopsis I got from the internet. It says, when the National Front gains popularity, the socialists and the other left-wing groups ally themselves with the ultimately victorious Muslim Brotherhood, creating a new Western society under Islamic law with conventions that force Francois to choose between conversion to Islam for a lucrative academic advancement or a solitary life of freedom. <laughs> um, and I thought I'd read you some funny parts of it. Not too, not too much, though, because I see. But, like, um, oh, this part was my favourite. They're talking about, like... Um, in this, this is all not my, not my opinion, by the way. Uh, <laughs> disclaimer. About, yeah, this is a disclaimer. I didn't write this. They're talking about um, how in Islam, well, in the book, after the whole nation like is under Islamic rule, then polygamy is enforced. Well, not enforced, enforced to those who choose to convert to Islam. And this is like their little like spiel about women, which I think is fun. Um, it says, incidentally, if the human species has any ability to adapt, this is due entirely to the intellectual plasticity of women. Man is completely ineducable. I don't care if he's a language philosopher, a mathematician, or a 12-tone composer. He will always, exorably, base his reproductive choices on the purely physical criteria, criteria that have gone unchanged for thousands of years. Originally, of course, women were attracted to uh, attracted by physical advantages, just like men. But with the right education, they can be convinced that looks aren't what matters. <laughs> Birds are wrong. They already find rich men attractive. And after all, getting rich tends to require above average intelligence and cunning. To a certain degree, women can even learn to find high erotic value in academics. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And, <laughs> yeah. um, and basically, at the end of the book, spoiler if you want to read it, um, he like... So converts to islam essentially like it, it he does a lot of like what ifs i convert and then he says um in the end that he'd be like peaceful and happy if he converted and this guy like the university professor he's like a big simp for this other french philosopher or like writer called um Louis man it's like stop with an age i don't know french people and he's like a, a french guy who's from 1848 and he um died of cancer and he decided to convert to Catholicism like right before he died to like find peace or whatever and I thought that was really fun because it's like a kind of parallel because he like simps over this other philosopher and then he converts to Islam but like his conversion to Islam is mostly just so he can like fuck two women which I think is really cool um and then I, after reading the book I looked up some of the interview questions and things they had asked the author and they told him that he was like being irresponsible, like saying all these things about Islam that may or may not be true. And he said, it's not my role to be responsible. I don't feel responsible. The role of a novel is to entertain readers and fear is one of the most entertaining things there is. And He's he said, so right. Literally. <laughs> and then he said, um, uh, says, has, he says, the stream of books and magazine covers playing on a fear of Islam has effectively become obsessional. Is his book a part of that? Certainly, certainly, he says. But I don't particularly feel like apologizing. Is it possible <laughs> to increase the proportion already given to Islam in the news? We're already at nearly 100%, <laughs> which I thought was funny. And there's one more thing that I thought was quite funny. Actually, two. The first, the next thing he said, he was pre like, went to court for saying that Islam is the stupidest religion ever. And he said, I don't know if I've really changed my mind. 
It's true that reading the Quran is rather reassuring. So, um, so I said that I was reassured after having read the Quran. <laughs> that said, maybe I shouldn't. Oh, maybe I thought it through it. Uh, maybe I hadn't thought it through enough before saying that, because objectively, there's just as little chance of Muslims reading the Quran as Christians reading the Bible. So, what really counts in both cases, who is the clergy or middleman or interpreter? And in the case of Islam, that is very open. And the last thing he said, which I thought was funny, he said. Someone asked him, are you Islamophobic? And he said, yes, probably. One can be afraid. <laughs> he said, and then he goes on the whole phobia thing. He's like, but the word phobia means fear rather than hatred. Um, that I'm afraid that all goes wrong in the West. You could say that it's already going wrong. Um, does he mean terrorism? He nods. Some people may say that it's a tiny percentage of people I begin. Yes, but maybe a few people can have a strong effect. That often is the, uh, that often is the most resolute minorities that make history. So he does the um, classic, the classic phobia doesn't mean I hate them, means I'm scared thing, which I think is really entertaining. And also like doesn't shy away from saying that he's Islamophobic, which I appreciate. Damn. I think I need to read this book. It sounds great. It's really funny. Um, I don't think it's supposed to be. He's just like really depressed most of the book, which I find interesting and fun. And then like his Jewish girlfriend moves to Israel, so it's like super depressed. And then he just like has like meaningless sex with strippers and stuff and like is Googling like softcore porn and to no avail. <laughs> That's pretty much the entire premise of the book. They banned porn when they got in power, Islam. They like, I don't even know. I don't think they even did, but he still found found his ways. And he was like saying that he's super depressor because like after like the Muslim Brotherhood takes over, all women have to like cover themselves and like dress more modestly. And he said that like he's losing his libido because he can't see like hot chicks all the time. So he like doesn't think about sex ever, which is like really unhealthy for a man, which is true, I guess. But, so may well. Yeah. So overall, it's a really entertaining read. I would recommend it. I don't have any further thoughts on that because I don't want to get cancelled just yet. I think the premise is pretty funny how like the Socialist Party unites with the Muslim Party to stop Le Pen. Mm-hmm. That sounds quite realistic, to be honest. Like, I can see that happening. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, then they talk about, like, a bunch of other, like, countries forming, like, the greater EU. Like, I can't remember which other countries, but, like, fun ones. And they're talking <laughs> about, like, how China would be far better. Oh, like, China would be resistant to Islam and have its own values if it hadn't, like, sort of acquiesced to the West and, like, taken on Western principles and now it's doomed and now nothing can save China because China's, like, a simp for the West. Which I thought was cool. <laughs> um, I'm currently reading How to Murder Your Life by Kat Manel, which is really oh, entertaining. Oh, I was going to order that, but I didn't order it. Which I oh, it's so good. You have to. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to finish it soon. So when I see you next, when we have our, you know, picnic and get really high in a park or something, I'll, I'll, lend, I'll lend it to you. Yeah, and I'll actually read it. I'm like, you're stealing my mishmer and never reading it. Oh my god! I mean, I'll probably finish it by the time I see you again. I started it. I started it. It's, it's just good. that I got this ordered, so I was like, I got bored halfway through. It was like super depressed and like really like I had to Google every second second painting he was talking about. So I like <laughs> couldn't be bothered. It's painting. definitely not as easy as the first machine I read. I read um. It's I think horrible translation. The translation's probably bad. super wanky. Yeah, like, the translation's not great. Flowery language and like the words don't make sense. But I could just be um illiterate. So there's that. Yeah. Too. I feel like with a lot of like translated texts, you really need to read all the translations by the same person because then you get the same prose, you know? Because if you read translations of these books by different people, then it just fundamentally feels like different authors. Oh, was translated by that guy, you know, the guy. Yeah, that guy. Lauren Stein. What does he do? I don't know, but the name sounds familiar. 
Um, anyway, for people who don't know who Kat Marnell is, she was essentially like a New York like author, journalist, like columnist writer who was basically paid by like Jezebel and Teen Vogue to get really, really fucked up on prescription pills and write about it. Um, um, and this is just a memoir about it. It's great. So it's really good. Nice. I'll tell you what books I've ordered recently. I have to hide it from Jordan because one of them is a present. But um, I'm, I'm excited. I've ordered a few different books from the book depository because I support Amazon apparently. <laughs> but that's not my problem. It's really cheap. Oh, it's book depository, Amazon. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until Jordan told me like a second ago. That's really fun. Love that. It is, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like cut and cool. So what what does she get fucked up on in How to Met Your Life? Uh, pretty much everything. Um, she's a big fan of like Xanax. You know, that's a good one. But oh. um, a lot of MDMA, a lot of, you know, literally everything. She's kind of just addicted to drugs. Um, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, she's clean now in her current present day. But also at the start of the year, she did do an interview with Caroline Calloway. So I'm not sure about that. <laughs> you need to be on something to talk to that bitch. Yeah. Kind of my two favorite people. I really want to get Caroline's memoir, which I don't think actually exists, but exist. I think that's funded for it. So I want to get her face oil, which is called snake oil. Snake oil. <laughs> I want to get one of her titty paintings. Yeah, right. Okay, the books I've recently ordered. One was Memoirs, Dreams, Reflections, and Autobiography, which is the Carl Young book. The next one's a gift. And then the next one I got was The Anatomy of Melancholy by Robert Burton. And the last one I got was The Drama of Being a Child, The Search for the True Self by Alice Miller, which is apparently like super short and easy to read. That sounds fun. I really yeah. want to read, um, I want to read Prozac Nation. It sounds really epic. I have not, I don't know anything about it. Um, it's like another memoir about this like bitch in the 90s who was really depressed. And I don't really know. That's about it. Mm. all i know is that the title's really cool and everyone was really mad about it when it came out because it like romanticized depression and like depression is sexy so true that is true i also haven't read the female eunuch which i ordered once off the book depository and they sent me two so i gave the other one to tom i don't think either of us have actually read it no it's like so far down i've ordered so many books in like the last like two months that they're like my pile in my bedside is so huge and i don't read that fast so it's just getting worse and worse Right before we started filming, Jordan was like, oh, what's sexual person A? I was like, oh, it's like Camille Paglia book. I have it in my room. He's like, oh, so what's it about? I was like, don't know. I haven't read it. <laughs> That's like every single book. Did you see that um, photoshopped photo of Grimes like looking at the street reading sexual persona? Yeah, I saw that. That was so That's funny. It's said- so much more accurate than... Communist the, um, oh, we need to talk about this now. Uh, so for people who uh, you know live under a rock, Grimes is photographed walking around the streets of like California, I guess. After her breakup with Elon Musk. And she was reading a really, really big copy of the Communist Manifesto, which I think (laughs) is funny because the actual text is like maybe 20 pages long. It's short as fuck, yeah. I guess she like got a copy that has like a bunch of like introductions and critical theory on it or something. Who cares? That makes you look smart when you carry it around in your tote bag. (laughs) Anyway, everyone's like saying that she's like a communist queen, even though she's multiple times said that she's not a communist. She just thinks it has good ideas. Which is true. I don't get this obsession with people online thinking that you have to align with an ideology to read things about this ideology, which is why I love reading, you know, like um, The Female Eunuch by Jermaine Greer, because she's a crazy turf bitch, but she's really good at writing. So, yeah, you know. same with Camille Paglia, also yeah. a turf, also really good at writing and very interesting. Don't agree with most of what they say, but like, damn, if that's not a great book. Did <laughs> so. I agree with anything in submission? Probably not. Actually, yes, I did. But like most of it I didn't, but it's still interesting to read, which is the entire point. 
Um, I've seen so many tweets by really annoying like Twitter leftists being like Grimes is trying to win back the socialists again by like flaunting this. Fuck about the socialists. She's Sorry. literally I mean like she said it again recently because of this, but she's also said multiple times in like the last five or so years that she is literally not a socialist. <laughs> like I mean, who cares? Like, for, yeah, like I don't care. I don't care if celebrities are bad people. Like I really could not give a shit. I actually hope um, they are. It makes it more like real. It, it makes that art more interesting. I don't yeah. want to listen to like boring. There is like one artist that I think is allowed to be boring, and that's Dolly Parton. Yeah, like, I bet you Dolly's really nice. Um, Dolly's probably done some bad things. She just has like a really, really good astroturfing team, but like also like she's like the only celebrity at the top of my head who i can think of that i actually think is cool and also has never had a big scandal well like people who say those things are like stream ariana grande but like she's all probably awful too like confirmed awful right like everyone sucks but they make good music so i don't really care actually i don't know about ariana she seems pretty epic she did that like thing where she licked a donut and said she hated america so. i was just telling jordan about that and yes i loved that yeah but, like, yeah, she she's got cancelled many times for her yeah, Italian for her. blackface or whatever. Oh, I, forgot, I did forget about the blackface. It is true. The blackface is not uh, not an exaggeration. That did happen. the The picture is photoshopped. The one that everyone like references, but that doesn't mean that it's not true. I like how you said like it did happen, as if it hasn't been like a recurring thing for the last like three years mm. of her career. What she looks like in her normal race now these days. Yeah, <laughs> ever with, like... since like the Viva Live performances. Um, she's looked pretty white. I think now she's Italian. She's too rich to like care about looking dark. I guess. Yeah, I remember I a lot back of, to side uh... video. Everyone was like, "She's darker than Nikki. We have to kill her." I, was like, <laughs> <"Okay."> <laughs> I know a lot of people who did not know that she was white. Oh I yeah, know. everyone thinks she's like uh, like half black, half white, or like Spanish or something. Latina girl, Latina. Yeah. Girl. Also, yeah, apparently, yeah. before she got famous, like her parents, like everyone in her family said, like Grandy, like Ariana Grandy. But like it, it is Grande, right? Like that's how you say it. But apparently, like they were so whitewashed or like had to assimilate that they called themselves Grandy till she got famous, which I think is really cool. Oh, I'm kind of obsessed with people who had to like change their last name because of World War Two and stuff. I think it's yeah. really funny. Um, I'm doing like this. Um, we have a big fucking treadmill now that has like a thing where you can like pick a hike and like on the screen it like takes you through like these mountains with like a mountain guide like oh that's so cute i want that and um i did the like mount everest climb and one of the guides was a guy called kenton cool like c-o-o-l and he spent like 20 minutes telling us this huge story about how he actually has german heritage except they immigrated to like england like four generations ago or something so his father was like a political correspondent in world war ii and their last name was spelled k-u-h-l so they had to change it so people didn't think that they were German spies. <laughs> and I was like, damn, this rocks. Just like that's walking so up to like true. base camp being like, yeah, that's really cool, Kenton and stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, speaking of bad people, sorry to cut you off. Yeah, okay. I bought uh, Azealia Banks Buckmall Night merch. Oh, did you get the t-shirt? I did get it. Oh, I pre-ordered it. It doesn't ship for like another month. How much does it cost? It's 50 US. Plus shipping? Yeah, it was like 90 AD. Oh, I mean, it's pretty hot though. Like, what's it printed on? Is it just like a... It's just jersey or whatever. Uh, like, I really want to get it, but I don't want to spend like $90 on like red bubble quality. So, yeah, it's know. um, it's a weird length of a t-shirt. It's like really long. So I don't know how I feel about it, but I guess I'll wear it as a dress if it comes. You just wear it with nothing else, right? I don't even care if I get scammed. It would be an honor. <laughs> I really want to... Does she still make the bussy boy like soap? The whole I haven't soap? seen it in a while. It wasn't on her store, but then after I pressed like confirm confirm by then i was like oh i should get the fuck em all night perfume or cologne i was gonna say did you get the scent the i scent didn't swag. but it looked really cool so i kind of regret not getting it 
then I have to pay an extra like $40 shipping if I want it now. <laughs> I really want to get the Nicki Minaj Pink Friday scent. I don't even know if it smells good, but it smells it smells pretty bad, but I like it. I, I really want it. I just want the bottle. The bottle's um, really sexy. Uh, I've gotten into like K-pop album collecting now because I'm really annoying. And um, there's like this new group that started, and in their latest album, they have like a scent card. Like it's That's a cute. It's like a perfume sampler, basically. I don't mm. know why, but like, I really want to get that because it looks really epic. <laughs> do pay- K-pop girls and boys do they have like scents? Yeah, for sure. Um, have- I don't I've know. Never seen, actually, I've never yeah. seen like a BTS scent or like a Blackpink scent. In Korea, I would scent. I would bet that they would have it. Probably, surely. BTS perfume. I know a BTS lot of them. Um, and shit like that. Like One D had a perfume, I think. Oh, apparently there is a BTS one. VT. What's VT? Do you know what VT is? Idea. <laughs> VT X BTS perfume. It looks pretty official. It has French on it, so I assume it's like an official thing. Blackpink has it. I know a lot of like K-pop girls have like their signature scents. You know, like not the ones that they've made, or the ones that they wear. And a lot of people buy like those because of that. Like I saw that um someone found out what Chu from Luna's like the perfume that she wears is, and it looks sold out instantly. <laughs> so nice. oh, I think the Blackpink girls can't have their own scents because they're all ambassadors for other scents. Yeah, that's true. Like, they all have their individual brand deals. I think we talked about this last week, didn't yeah. we? Like, they're going crazy. Chanel, oh, it's not Chanel number five. Some other Chanel perfume is the one that Jenny's the face of. So maybe they're not, like, contractually allowed. When was the last time Blackpink actually dropped a single? I so they haven't dropped a group song since their album, like, a year ago. They did a Japanese version of Love, Love Sick Girls, which is good. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, I like that. We played it the other <laughs> yeah. day. I really enjoyed that. Discography... Give us a give us some K-pop album recommendations from your recent deep dive. Oh well, well something that came for me in the mail today was my Twice Taste of Love album that I bought. This is great. This is actually a really good album. It's like oh, yeah. six six tracks long. It's like summer dance pop bossa nova ish. Really good, and it came with all the bells and whistles. So first thing, uh, the website I bought it on, which was Amazon or something, I don't know. Uh, had like a bonus when you bought it so I got these like little like Polaroids that they gave me oh that's so cute that's really so cute. cute like drop You're some pics to, like, drop some like, pics on card, the f- for the Instagram are you supposed to put them in like a clear like vinyl thing and decorate it with like stickers and stuff I kind of want to do that I want to really cute I always see TikToks about it but I don't collect I want to get like a sleeve for one of the like mini photo cards and put it on the back of my phone yeah that's really cute I would do that was it the uh, taste of love did you say yeah, Taste of Love. It's their latest, like, mini album, I think. So good. Um, and I'll show you, like, all the stuff that comes inside it as well. So, first of all, the CDs, like, all have, like, one of the girls on them. So, I got my favourite one. I got Shay Young on the CD. That's really huh. cute. And they gave you, like, this sort of, like, pamphlet thing that has, like, a million fucking photo cards in it. So, I got these, like, mini photo cards here. <laughs> the signatures be- on the back. That should be in a clear phone case with some stickers on it. You're gonna have to put um, photos of this for the on the. I Instagram. will, yeah. Uh, I got a coaster. Oh, the That's coaster! Really cute. Did you get a fan? No, like a- no fans, oh. unfortunately. I got this big fucking. This is called like a taste card. It's just a big photo card, and then it's like lenticular one that like moves. Whoa! That's I so love lenticular cool. shit. That's fun. And then the last thing that it comes is like this 50-page photo book. <laughs> so oh, much fun! Really wow. Cool. This is a dangerous hobby because, like, was that like, expensive? Um, they're not that ex- more expensive than a regular, like, physical album because, like, albums are still expensive right now. Like, CDs are like $20, mm-hmm. $25, and this cost me $40, which I think is fine for all the stuff that it comes That's with. Like, so, like, the packaging is so pretty, so I'm really happy with it, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, when Twice is in like the history books for being like the best girl group of all time, that'll be worth a million. I mean, they already are. Like they're considered like the biggest girl group right now in um South Korea. Like I guess Blackpink technically is, but Twice is called like the nation's girl group, you know. Mm-hmm. And also they're better than Blackpink in every way. Period. I think we we just we discussed our like <laughs> Blackpink opinions last time. We did. Like, because I I don't even think it's a conspiracy theory. I think it's just true that they like were created to have like a huge international audience because like yeah. That's in the documentary, like the Netflix documentary. Mm-hmm. Also, their music is not that good. I don't get it. Nah. I like um. They're hot. Kill this love. That's a fun song. I like. What's it called? Do 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 or whatever. That's a good song. I think. Uh, what what are they two like? What does it sound like? On a matter pay. There's do 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 and boom Those are so fun. It's so stupid. You see, bad girl. I know I am, and I'm so hot. I need a man. I don't want a boy. I need a fan. The Forbes article saying like Blackpink has something to teach Americans about rap, and like a bunch of. Oh my god! I need to say that. That's so funny. There are layers to that because I think we already talked about this last week. But anyway, like the Blackpink rap suck because they're written by Becca Boom, who was awful, and then. Like, Lisa's whole shtick is just doing a black scent. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Who is Becca Boom? Uh, she is like a songwriter that is really annoying. She's a, she's American, I think. And she's like a Trump supporter, which I think is funny, though. But she does a lot of like these K-pop raps. I see. She, none of them are good. Um, <laughs> she also wrote Jessica Malboy's first single, I think. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pop a bottle, fill me up, which is a banger, I have to say. <laughs> she wrote an R. Kelly song. <laughs> Yeah, fuck you. Jordan Sparks, Jessica Malboy, Tae Young. Wow, she really leveled up from Madison Beer. She wrote some Madison. Oh, she wrote Villain, Madison Beer, and Kim Kim Petras. That's a good song. That is a good song. I think I played that for you a few months. You wrote a Twice song. Probably the raps were. That's for the that's for the KDA album as well. Twice is on the KDA album, which I think is really funny. Hell yeah. Um, that KDA album is really good. Like, League of Legends must have some serious money because they got, like, Twice and G-Idol on it. They got they got Kim Petras. They got Madison Beer. Like, There's a League of Legends anime dropping on Netflix real soon. Um, it's probably not going to be good, but I'll watch it anyway. Yeah, me too. I know what that means. It's like a, it's a MOBA game where, like, teams compete against each other and click on each other to kill each other to win. Oh, that's fun. That's cute. It's, it's pretty epic. I like watching the, like, professional games because uh all the people get really into it like yeah i enjoy the i enjoy pro Pro low that's my guilty pleasure i watch worlds every time it's if it's on oh i think it's starting like tomorrow jordan hell yeah we should watch one i'm sure all of our fans are very invested in (laughs) i've like never played a game i played my first ever video game the other day i played mario kart for the first time Oh hell yeah i was really bad i like didn't know you could like fall off the bridges and like i'm not a very good driver so it's very stressful I thought it, she was, uh, you played it as Daisy. I'm like, no, you got to play as the blonde bitch, Peach. Mm, yeah, then no, I no, um, Rosalina, Rosalina. She wasn't in it. She was playing the Wii one, so R- Rosalina uh, in that one. It was like the Wii no, one. she is, isn't she? I feel like Rosalina was in the Wii one. Is she? Maybe she's like a character that they hadn't unlocked yet. Yeah, she might be a, yeah, stinky. But it was fun. I would recommend it to a friend if you've never played it before. <laughs> if you've never played a game, I would recommend you try. Mario Kart kind of rocks, I have to say. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's all my update. Nothing actually has happened to me this week. Um, Jordan went away for the whole week, so I was just bored. Yeah, I was making Impressed. Gloria Jean's torpedoes, as we call them, because we're not allowed to call them subs, or we'll get sued. 
but we that's, that's really funny that's really yeah. funny we're baking our own bread and it's literally just subway like meatball subs and shit but um the cookies are really good yeah they're good so i had the best cookie of my entire life it sounds kind of lame oatmeal raisin but it's so good no that sounds really good that's like really an anzac good. cookie with raisins and it's really and soft. it's like so soft oh so great and hey, so did you up. go up to our bendigo as well i did not i was just depressed i started my new job on wednesday how is it it's good. Um, Aisha's a property investment bro now. Yeah, literally. That's hot. I had to like agree. They were like talking about stuff. I hope they don't see this. They definitely weren't know much of this. But like <laughs> they were talking about all these things. They got us on Zoom so I could Google every second word they said. They were like something, something venture capitalist. I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like whatever. <laughs> yeah. So I was like Googling it and like it's fun. I just get to like help out this like rich chinese boy with like a billionaire dad to like make more money which is like <laughs> super fun but it's better than my last job which i quit asia's corporate sellout era yeah this is literally this is my sugar mommy era yeah That's pretty hot i have to say yeah she bought the groceries this week i did yesterday the cooking yesterday the cleaning <laughs> actually jordan cooked and cleaned so <laughs> what am i moving in i need you to like manage my life for me <laughs> you can I'm but you have to pay rent Oh, how much is it? Like, I don't know. Uh, if you and Tom move in, it'd, it'd be like one, 180 something. That's pretty good. Damn. See you guys there. Yeah. yeah. See you guys next I week. I don't live with Jordan and we live 10 minutes away from each other, like a 10 minute walk, which is like such a pain. So I pay rent. And I'm never there. That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a, a room I rent. It's a very expensive keep story. My thing. Yeah, it's a room I rent to keep my like Vivian Westwood skirts. That's about it. Should we go to the audience questions? Mm, there's not a lot. Any any interesting ones? Mm. Man, we're like done anyway, so this is a good ending. Yeah. This is a good ending point. We have a lot to talk about. Shanae, actually, maybe I should keep it anonymous. Someone <laughs> wants to know. <laughs> um, worst drunk stories. Tom? Um, all my drunk stories are basically just me, like, vomiting everywhere, like, all over the bathroom. That's about it. That's same with me. Me? Uh, Evie and Karen became friends because we threw up under the same tree on arts camp. That's so like cute. Oh my god. It was really sweet. We like stuck our fingers down each other's throats and like threw up so we could oh, drink. Oh, that was really nice. Emerald like, best announcer. It's cute. Most of my like bad drunk stories are just me getting like absolutely shit faced and being really funny. Like I've never done anything bad. I've never like said anything bad or anything. I just don't remember anything that I do and everyone's like, yeah, you were really funny. Well. Mm. Um, do you have a drunk story? I have a few. I like the most embarrassing one was for my roommate's 21st birthday i was meant to give a speech and my mom and like all the close friends moms were all there and i had like a half a bottle of canadian club and like eight beers and oh my god couldn't put together a fucking sentence which is like what's new anyway and embarrassed myself in front of my mom like said a five-word speech and then passed out with like 40 people there watching me like sleep while they partied on oh that's so cute that's pretty hard i'm into that yeah <laughs> that's so sweet I really have, I don't like, I don't enjoy getting drunk. I, I enjoy, no. I enjoy tacky munting. Oh, I do that. I, I do that. My favorite drunk story, which is not mine, but I'm sure she wouldn't mind me saying it on the pod because it's kind of like a bit of a flex. My friend, this is Sachi, was, we were at this boy's like 16th birthday or whatever. And she's like throwing up all over his garage. <laughs> she like stops mid throw up to wrap um, kiss me by the phone or whatever, and then she like, oh my god, <laughs> through the phone is what I was trying to say. That and is insane. Up and it was the most iconic moment. And we were that all is actually together. bananas. Yeah. Um, the next question is, who are the sexiest men in music right now? 
Are there any? JPEG Mafia. That's my favorite. Yeah, um, I love his bald head. This is actually really difficult for me. I can't lie to you. I'll think of <laughs> also, I don't listen to men. Hold on. Actually, I'll go on my like three men in the last three weeks. For me, it's like um, Blade. I was going to say Echo 2K is really hard. Echo 2K, yeah. It's my like phone wallpaper. Oh, that's okay. cute. My phone wallpaper is um, Azalea and Dasha sitting on the floor being really sexy. Yeah, that's really hot. I should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do I have? All of my like top artists are like hot women. Same. Um, oh, I have Drake. It's a really ugly photo. You can't really <laughs> see it, but he's next to Kylie Minogue as well. Aisha was hating on Drake for being ugly like all week. Yeah, I just think honestly, I I would hit Drake. I can't lie to you. No. Is he a one on the on the binary? He's a one on the binary. No, he's a zero for me. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know, if that's your thing, I'm not shaming you for thinking. Drake's no, you can fuck Drake know. and you write a song about you. Yeah, I would. Fucking for clout, hypothetically. Yeah, <laughs> like on this list, there are literally two men here that I would burn, and one of them strike. So <laughs> that's not good. I can tell you, sexiest women. Oh yeah, I can go down the list all over again. We were listening Meg to the Stallion. Yeah, Meg the Stallion. Charlie's looking sexy with her big hair, really Barbara. Good. I love it. Normani. Um, Normani's really hot. Uh, Milf Lana Del Rey. Yes. Yeah. Nikki, Lana, obviously. He looks great. <laughs> Nikki. Nikki. Um, who else is? Hot? I think Flamingo really hot. Azalea is super sexy. She has like, such a weird body proportion, like tiniest, skinniest body and like huge head. She's got a huge brain. Built like a wine glass, as Flamingo would say. <laughs> but um, like, Caroline Polachek. Oh, she's a hot. Rena, obviously. Rena Mugler the other day. Oh my god, she's mm. so hot. Um, Slater. Slater. Slater, yeah. Uh, I love the hair thing she has, where it's like one like bleach strand of hair. You know, it's kind of basic now, but I still think it's hot. It is very cute. Who else? FK. Um, I was literally I was about to say that she's next to my list. Um, yeah. um, Morrissey. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I okay. Look at my Spotify mixes, and they're all like normal, like Kylie Minogue, Charlie, uh, like Rena, whatever. And then one of them is Trey Songs and Victoria Monet and more. Yeah, that sounds pretty good though, honestly. I'm not too sure what I did to um, warrant that, but whatever. Um, so oh, I, I think the two oh, guys in KKB are really hot. The two men in Caracara Benito. Oh, hell yeah, Gus and Jamie. Yeah, wood, heavy wood, heavy one. <laughs> also, um, Sarah from KKB is really hot. Sarah is my favorite like artist crush. Like She's number yeah. one. I thought it would be Rena. No, it's Sarah. Oh, that's cute. Um, it has so that like quirky like horse girl indie girl vibe so and she has like the cutest voice and accent <laughs> it's KKB, let's question, go the question is this is sort of leading onto that from that whatever worst popped mistakes you've heard um well i think that blackpink one was pretty awful first of all <laughs> <laughs> like blackpink is if he thinks they can teach americans about rap yeah no that's awful that's pretty bad <laughs> Honestly, I'm pretty happy with a lot of the popped mistakes because they align with things that I agree with, such as like Kesha's like Animal and Cannibal are fantastic albums, which is true. <laughs> they are great. Um, Pitchfork did a retrospective and gave like Cannibal 7.3. Should have been an 8.6, but I'll take it. Um, I think the latest Miley Cyrus album was trash. Yeah, I didn't love that. I was playing Prisoner and Jordan was like, I hate this song. <laughs> I liked Prisoner. I listened to the whole album though. You know what is a good... Um, Miley album though, Miley Cyrus and her Dead Pets. Dead Pets, that's so <laughs> that good. That's my favorite. Such a good album. That is my favorite Miley album. No. It's so good. It's like it's so good. Bangers era sort of. Like <laughs> it, it's like a psych rock album that she did with the Flaming Lips. 
It's yeah, it's really, really cool. Yeah. It's so good. I probably would so like it. Though. You really like it. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, I'll give it a listen. Yeah. Baby talk. <laughs> Can you show Jordan baby talk after this? Yeah. yeah. Um, what am I doing? Miley, Miley, <laughs> and um, Miley and her dead pets. It's really cute. Twenty fifteen. I remember this album cover. It's really cute. Well, yeah. as Poptimus takes, I'm tired of people thinking that like bedroom pop is good. Like that 2016, 17 era where like Claro, like um, what was that fucking song? Something girl. I don't know. I don't listen. Pretty to girls. Yeah, Claro, pretty girl. Hate that song. That's sort of like 2017, like time when everyone was like, oh my god, bedroom pop is so good. Claro, yeah. Pretty girl. Ellie was part of that, but now she's like outgrown it and she's way better. Yeah, she's still sort of part of it, but like mm-hmm. I think Telepathy is good, so I don't care. Do you um, see that all the stuff about this is a while ago, a few months ago, Clara being cancelled for being mean to like one fan? <laughs> I thought that was good for her. I think that's right. What, what did she do? She just was like, I think someone just like wanted a picture and she was like, no, go away. Something like completely <laughs> yeah, normal. Okay, yeah, that's a completely normal thing. Like, like I would say that too. Well, when Justin, when fans gathered outside Justin Bieber's house and he was like, guys, this is my place where I come home with my family. But like, Please period. don't come here. Oh, I, thought, I thought we were going to say like the 2014 incident where people like were outside his hotel and they started spitting at them. Oh, yeah, oh that was I good. was going to say when he said Anne Frank would be a believer. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true, though. So. That is true. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, another good Poptimus take. The reevaluation of Justin Bieber, My World and One Direction's early albums. Mm. All great. All really good albums. I like, agree. Very dark time in my life, and I had to pretend that those were bad albums because I was not single. Oh, yeah. like... I thought I was too cool. But I was like one of those weird, like 12 year olds who was like, I'm too cool for One Direction, but I have like 18 Twilight posters on my wall, and I have no <laughs> shame about that. Also, a good reevaluation. Actually, no, Twilight is awful, but it's like cool, awful. It yeah. is cool, awful. It is. Have just... you seen them all, Tom? I haven't seen any of them. Oh, yeah. You'd love it. You would, you would really like it. You'd like the second one because it kind of sucks. It's like super moody and like Edward leaves her and she's just like depressed and like the camera pans around her sitting at the same chair like January, February, March. <laughs> she just sits there looking depressed and hot. She's really hot in the second one because it's the first one directed by a man. So she's like super sexy, which I really appreciate. We need to get really high and watch all of them. I feel like that needs to be our next like in-person plan and then we can do yeah. like a deep dive for the podcast episode. I'm we down. watched... The, we watched one, two, three. One, two, three, like semi recently, but I'm down to watch them again. I, I'd rewatch it if I'm, I was gacked. Yeah. Yeah. Party. Now, Breaking Dawn parts one and two are really stupid. Like they get the world's like fakest looking CGI baby to play. Oh, I love the baby. I've it's seen like, the baby. have you seen it? What, what is it? Like, spoiler, the baby. Oh, it really no. looks like a porcelain doll. Also, they call it Renesme because her, Bella's mom's called Renee and Edward's mom's called Esme. So they call it Esme. <laughs> that is so um, cool. Why is the author like, like look, a look nine-year-old this. person? <laughs> <laughs> is that real? Yeah. Is that what it is in the movie? Yeah, I'm gonna send it to Tom. That's so funny. I Wait. love yeah, I love Renesme. Oh, that's a picture that goes in like an Instagram dump. That's cool. Literally, it's so cool. I'm sending it to you right now just for reference, even though I know you know what I'm talking about. But I thought that was really hot and cool. Um, but Twilight's really good. I have no shame about it. I just sent it to you, Tom. This one particular shot that I'm thinking of, it's loading, but it's it's pretty great. I'm very excited. <laughs> kind of looks like me. It does, though. <laughs> it's me as a baby. Okay, it's not sending. It's okay. Uh, I, mean, okay. I, know what you, I know what it looks like. We'll yeah. put it on the ground, on the hot and heavy, at hot and heavy podcast ground. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think it's funny. 
on that note, should we end it? Yeah, I feel like we've exhausted our mental capacity for talking. It's been over an hour. We did great. It has? Damn. That's so cool. We didn't start it when we said we were going to start because Tom was watching The Masked Singer. So. Yeah, I was doing important research. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. It made for a good, like, too long of a segment. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It might be. Okay, bye. <laughs>